you are listening to Herbs' Video Vault on Anchor.fm. Hello once again everyone and welcome to my uh, little slice of heaven that I call the Video Vault. We've got a, um, a really, really good one for you this time around. Well, I think it's a really, really good one. Anyway, um, I am a fan of professional wrestling. I started watching in the 90s and yeah, I'm nearly 40 and I still watch. I get a lot of entertainment out of out of it. You know, when it's done right, the stories are good. When it's done right, you know, when the performers uh, just portraying themselves absolutely incredibly, everything is just absolutely wonderful. Great, great storytelling, great action, great characters. It's you know, it's a it's a live movie. I find anyway. So speaking of wrestling, we are going to be looking at. Uh, 2019, so this only came out last year, the uh, Fighting With My Family, which is actually based off of a 2012 documentary from the UK called The Wrestlers Fighting With My Family, which is all about WWE diva superstar Paige. Now, there are some timeline inconsistencies in this movie, like uh, for a start where, you know, we're in 2005, Zack is watching uh, The King of the Ring from, I think, uh, I think it was around about 2000 when Triple H and The Rock were having that really started, really, really awesome rivalry. Um, the Rock wins the belt and uh, Zack, he's holding up a replic- a cardboard version of the uh, the spinner belt. Now, when not quite sure the time frame of when he's watching this, but if, if this is before um, John Cena won the spinner belt, or won the un, won the championship and then converted it into the spinner belt after WrestleMania, if this is taking place, if he's watching this offhand before WrestleMania, then the spinner belt did not exist. It did not exist. And at that same time as well, they're still using the Scratch logo. Uh, This has got the new sort of smooth uh, WWE logo on it. So a couple of inconsistencies there right off the bat already. But still, we're basically getting introduced to Paige's whole family. We all know the history. The whole family are wrestlers. They are all wrestlers. The father even runs the World Association of Wrestling Promotion, which is actually a real thing. Real thing. But all this is just—it's—it's it's based off a true story. Um, it pretty much shows Paige building up to getting, you know, selected by the WWE. We start off, you know, they're working small independent house shows and all that, and eventually, you know, they get the phone call, like, hey, you know, you've been invited to come down, we're going to be in London, and we're, you know, going to bring you down for a tryout at the O2 Arena. Quick pause there. So when they get there, they've got the SmackDown Live set. No. 
that is completely and utterly wrong because in 20, I'm just trying to remember when, um, I think in 2012, WrestleMania was not live, uh, SmackDown was not live. SmackDown was still being recorded, they just had the HD set. As I said, I'm a wrestling fan. I'm going to pick apart some of these inconsistencies. But, uh, we, you know, we have a little, we have one of a few cameos by The Rock, who's actually also a producer of this movie. And I'll get to a very, very uh, fun little tidbit later on involving The Rock and actually the filming of, you know, one of the scenes in this movie in general. I think some of you may already know which one I'm talking about. So they have the tryout. And the only one that is selected is Paige. You know, she's trying. She tries her hardest to get her brother Zach in there as well. She's trying to convince the coaches. You know, portrayed very, very well by Vince Vaughn. So, like, you know, take him to, and he's just like, no, look, there's a reason as to why, but he doesn't go into it just yet as to why he hasn't selected the brother. He's only selected Paige. So we make our way to Orlando, Florida. And another inconsistency here. They show the WWE Performance Center. That had not been built yet. The WWE Performance Center did not open until 2017, I think. Just, uh, let me get the old Google machine out because I am pretty, pretty sure that the WWE did not open its performance center until 2014-2015. It was founded in 2013, but it did not open until... When did it open? Sorry, I'm just looking up my... Um... No, okay, maybe. 2013, but at that time when Paige would have been in... Been over there doing, the tri doing a tryout, that would have been, you know, still FCW. At that time, what we know as NXT was almost starting to get off the ground. So that's a little bit of an inconsistency there because the Performance Center, you know, wasn't a thing then. Obviously it is now. But um, yeah, Vince Vaughn puts them through a bunch of very, very rigorous exercises. And at the end of it, like, if you felt like you couldn't continue on anymore, you know, you had the had the old bicycle horn problem. And if you wanted to tap out, you squeeze that or you were cut basically. Paige goes through all the trials and tribulations and is kind of mocked because she doesn't, didn't fit the, you know, uh, the, I guess, model -less, the way that, you know, WWE went after their female talent at the time, you know, they would after the mo the swimwear models. 
not you know the actual actual wrestlers so that sort of put Paige on a little bit of the outside because she's actually you know grown up in, in professional wrestling and that is you know ahead of the uh, the swimwear model so we're just trying to make a name in another another area I guess So we end up, we go back to Norwich for Christmas time. She's debating whether not to let to leave or stay. I think she's, at this point she's pretty much decided she's going to quit, but ends up getting talking to staying by her family. And this is this is when you know she had the whole the spray tan, the blonde hair, you know, trying to look like the model, trying to look what like what. She thinks WWE wants, and when she goes back, she's back to her normal, you know, dark-haired, pale self, which is what got a lot of people over in the end. And she ends up, you know, making this rapport with the other female talent that is that is there. Well, in FCW slash NXT, and then we have a jump to WrestleMania 30. Which is where we have, you know, she's taken away this big room, and once again, here is the rock. And I will say this: this scene is is quite funny. So she's being told, like, you know, you're gonna you're getting called up to the main roster. You're gonna debut the night after WrestleMania, which did happen. She did debut the night after WrestleMania. Uh, the Rock rings the family up. And the dad, who is very well portrayed by Nick Frost, he doesn't believe it. He doesn't believe it's The Rock. He thinks it's someone having a rib. You know, someone, you know, pulling his leg. He's like, yeah, sure you are, pal, whatever, click. And he's like, no, hang on, it's, it's really The Rock. He's like, wow, okay, Rock, this is... Yeah, they get the news that Paige is getting called up to the main roster. Now, obviously with the movie, there's going to be time constraints, so there's a lot that gets um, put to the side, including her entire NXT run, including the part where she becomes the first ever NXT Women's Champion. That's right, they, an important part of the Page story. And they blindsided? I guess not even it doesn't even get mentioned that she is the NXT Women's Champion. So a little confusing, but okay. Again, movie they've only got you know time restraints and can only do so much. And of course, we all know. What happens next? Paige makes her debut on Raw the night after WrestleMania against AJ Lee, or should, or in the sake of the movie, it is Selena Vega dressed like Selena Vega. If they wanted to try to get a look, get some stuff right, they should have a had Selena Vega actually dressed the same as what AJ Lee was, and two, even Paige's costume is completely and utterly wrong. Again, I'm, I'm going to be nitpicking a little bit here. I'm nitpicking a little bit. But they portrayed it pretty, yeah, pr portrayed it pretty well. Like, I watched that match 
when you know it was when it happened. I think I saw the match on YouTube. No, I was actually watching W watching Raw when they had that. I think it was like ten o'clock in the morning or something here in Australia, and I was actually watching that. And I thought it was cool. I thought it was great. It's a great way to bring in this young talent who's already a 10-year veteran because she'd been working for so long, ever since she was a little kid, since, you know, 13 years old or whatever. And, you know, to be given this opportunity and to actually win, in the, win the title in her debut match on Raw is a really, really cool thing. But of course, then, you know, she then had to relinquish the NXT women's title, which I think was then won by Asuka in a tournament, I believe. I could be wrong. Let me know in the comment section below. Let me know. And we just get the rundown of, like, what everyone is doing today. The Knight family is still running their wrestling promotion. The son, Zach, is one of the head trainers. We see him training a lot of wrestlers throughout the course of this movie, including one that's blind. I thought it was really, really cool, and the fact that they actually are a professional, did become a professional wrestler is absolutely incredible. Um, you know, we have the usual run-ins with drugs and alcohol and... All of that, but still, it's a great movie. I think Vince Vaughn is an absolutely incredible does an incredible performance in this movie as the coach where he's trying to say to Paige after they've done all the stuff at the beach he's giving the reason as to why they didn't choose her brother because he was you know a, a journeyman and who would end up you know doing putting himself through rather stupid risks and end up having you know, a really bad career ending injury which is what happened to Vince Vaughn's character. He was, you know, thrown off the top of a cage and separated his shoulder, tore his rotor cuff, and that was pretty much it. And it was The Rock that was the one that did it. Yeah. This is all fictitious, of course, this part. But, yeah, fighting with my family, it doesn't matter if you're a wrestling fan or if you're not, if you like, you know, an intriguing story, then I strongly recommend this movie because it shows a lot of the hardcomings that sometimes people go through when they're trying to be accepted by other people. They change themselves. You know, they... they become something that they're not but then eventually like they revert back to who they actually are and it just works and blossoms there you go from being completely and utterly fake when you go back to your true self that's when you take off because there's a lot of people they can see straight through bs they see straight through bs and you know this movie tells that you know we've got you know, other hardships with some of the family as well, like the brother Zach, you know, his girlfriend gets pregnant, he doubts himself whether he's going to be a good father because he still wants to be this professional wrestler and live his dream and 
accepts like even though yes it's not going to happen i can still have this life i can still be happy in it kind of takes him getting his ass kicked in a bath bite to sort of realize that and you know we all know what happened with Paige she went on to have a short lit a um a good a good run in WWE it could have been longer if not you know some serious injuries ended up forcing her to retire but who knows we've seen the likes of Daniel Bryan and Edge come back from career-ending injuries so you never know anything is possible but um so yeah one of the scenes I was talking about before with um the Rock is when they filmed, you know, the 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 climax. You know, Paige making her Raw debut and winning the belt off of AJ Lee or again Selena Vega, dressed like Selena Vega. Um, so that actually happened after an episode of Raw went off the air. They have what's known as a dark match over the form. I'm rafting, you know, leave the fans happy. And what they did with this segment is like the whole crowd that was there for Raw, they got to do the, they shot the scene. So it's like, you know, 17,000 extras all basically being told, you know, by The Rock who came out, like, this is what we're doing. This is, you're going to make as much noise as possible. And um, as usual, this time, you know, all the fans are still hot for CM Punk, you know, they're wanting, wanting him to come back. They're wanting. They're sick of like the way everything had come, so they started chanting Punk's name. And the Rock, being the Rock, just says, "You know what? Let's call him." <laughs> so literally, someone is filming this. Someone in the stands is filming this, and he actually rings CM Punk, who unfortunately does not answer because at the time he was in in an this is where my tongue stops working. He was in an elevator. I swear I know how to speak. I've been rambling on for about 18 minutes already. And uh, yeah, Punk, you know, obviously didn't get the call. You know, he's in an elevator. There's cell service in there is next to none, really. And just imagine the reaction if he had of picked up but anyway I thought that was really really cool the whole experience in watching fighting with my family is just it's incredible I, yeah as I said even if you are a fan of professional wrestling or you're not even if you're like you know you're curious about it have never you know only seen like little bits and pieces here and there or you know you like my buddy Nims who's a huge wrestling fan he absolutely loves it to death and you're gonna you're gonna love this movie I mean it's a strong recommendation from me but anyway yeah that's um, my thoughts on fighting with my family we're gonna be going into a another uh, WWE style movie this one actually now coming from wwe studios it is the first of three and that is 12 rounds now they did three movies in the 12 round series the first was with john cena 
Then we had Randy Orton. And interesting fact in that, 12 Reigns 2 was originally meant to star CM Punk, but because obviously of scheduling conflicts, he couldn't, you know, take the time off to do it. So they replaced him with Randy Orton. There's a little bit of bitterness there about it, the way they actually went about it, because they didn't call him and say, look, um, we're going to go with our second choice. It's just Randy Orton is going to 12 Reigns 2. He's like, what the hell? Listen to his podcast with Cole Cabana. I'm sure it's on YouTube. And 12 rounds three, which probably really could have just been called Lockdown. Um, and that one starred Dean Ambrose or John Moxley, um, I should say now. And I'll get into why I think they should only have just been called Lockdown when I get to that review. So there you go, Fighting With My Family again came out in 2019 based on the 2012 documentary The Wrestlers Fighting With My Family from the UK and I think pretty much as soon as The Rock sort of got wind of this he just wanted to get on board or well, the documentary and wanted to get on board with it. Again, it, um, it skipped a pretty big part of Paige's career in NXT when she was the first ever women's NXT champion but that is uh well that's part of the cause really also yeah tragically you know Paige's WWE career ended pretty abruptly but um unfortunately hey that is wrestling and that's just the way it goes we're going to continue with the wrestling uh themes next time around we are going to be having a look at 12 Rounds, which stars the Doctor of Thugonomics, the man you cannot see, John Cena. I will see you all in the vault for that one. So, um, peace out. Bye for now. This has been a presentation of GLH Productions.